재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Now every Thursday, Out and About brings you all the inside scoop on travel trends and must-go festivals with hints on plenty of new opportunities to explore and exciting places to visit during the weekend. For that, I'm joined in the studio by Christine Saw. Good morning, Christine. Good morning, Sam. Now, we know next week is the Golden Week, and especially May 3rd is the national holiday because it's Buddha's birthday. And in commemoration of the holiday, Lenten festivals are ready to kickstart this weekend up to the next weekend. Now, how long have these Lenten festivals been going on? And I'm asking that because when I first came to Korea, I think one of the very first things I did was, like, you know, make a Lenten. Oh. Yeah. I was at a Lenten festival and it blew me away. That's what really made me feel like, you know what, I actually live in Korea uh-huh. because it was really beautiful. So have these, how long have they been in place, these Lenten festivals? Well, actually, these Lenten festivals have been a long tradition in Korean history. How long are we talking? About around 4,000 years. Wow. <laughs> That's long. <laughs> yeah, so it's um, not only a religious event, as some may think, but it's also an element of traditional culture that actually began in the Shilai dynasty. Wow, that's a long time ago. Yeah, and that lasted through the Korea and Joseon dynasty yeah. to nowadays to its full um, grandeur of this modern times. Wow. And uh, the Lantern Festival first appeared um, for the very first time during the Shilai dynasty, yeah. actually in a history book called Samguksagi. Samguksagi. Yeah, and that uh, also happens to be the oldest history book ever written in Korea. And during the Goryeo dynasty, which um, was like a dynasty that united the three kingdoms, including yeah. the Shilla, and um, people used to light up like 30,000 lanterns for a festival. 30,000 lanterns? Right. How it long would it take to do that? Festival. That's big. <laughs> and in Joseon Dynasty, Lantern Festival was something that was enjoyed by the common people. Yeah. And also one of the biggest festivals celebrated by them. I can imagine like the whole city will lit up because if you have about 30,000 lanterns, that's a lot of lanterns. Mm. You're okay. right because like mm-hmm. during the festivals, there were lanterns hung in front of every gate oh, in the that, houses. That would be so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Imagine in present day Seoul on May 3rd, every house has a lantern. That would be so beautiful at night if you look at it from an aerial view. Now, are there any of these festivals taking place in Seoul? Yeah, actually, um, there is a Seoul Lotus Lantern Festival that oh. will be held from April 28th. Which yeah. would be this Friday. That's tomorrow, yeah, uh-huh, April that's 28th. Tomorrow. Yeah. And until May 7th, next Sunday. Wow, so it goes a little over a week. Right, so there will be various types of events taking place throughout the festival. And I'll be now introducing some of the events that are most worthwhile to attend. Please, I'm sure our listeners are <laughs> eager to, to know what they can do. Okay. Well, first in the line is the traditional lantern exhibition. Oh. Right. So although the official name of the event, yeah. exhibition, makes it sound more like a art gallery or art exhibition. I can, I can but, imagine. Yeah. But actually, uh, the event would be more like um, walking through a forest of lit up lanterns. A forest? Yeah. Because be there so would cool. be so many lanterns lit up during uh, the festival. Now, you mentioned 30,000. Mm-hmm. Is that the number to beat every year? I don't really have a specific <laughs> number on the lanterns, right. but mm-hmm. I bet it will be tons and tons of lanterns. Yeah, so it's going to be a forest of lanterns. Now, for people mm-hmm. who want to see this, where can they see it? This traditional uh, lantern fest exhibition. Well, uh, the exhibition will take place each in the Cheonggyecheon or Cheonggye Stream. Ah, and, uh, uh-huh, and also in the two temples, Cheonggyesa and Bongunsa in Seoul from April 28th to May 7th. So this is the longest um, 
exhibition that will be held during the festival. Yeah, so for those who like going to Gwangwamun area, you can just visit the Cheonghaecheong mm-hmm, from tomorrow and you can check it out. Right. So, um, first of all, the Jonggyesa Temple yeah. is one of the chief temples in Korean Buddhism. <gasps> And Jogesa Temple yeah. is uh, the chief temple in Korean Buddhism, and it's located in the popular cultural j- street called Insadong. Oh, it's going to be very packed then. It will be probably, and also walking distance from Palace of Gyeongbokgung. Yeah. And since the temple is built in a traditional style, mm-hmm. the contrast between the modern city buildings or skyscrapers and traditional temple would be quite fascinating to see. I think that is one of the things I really like about Seoul. In as much as it's a new metropolitan city, there's still that. The old facets and the old buildings, that unique culture stylistics, I really liked it about Seoul. Right. But um, for people who want to visit this Tukesa, it's closest from the Anguk Station on Line 3. Line 3, Anguk Station, yeah. Yes. And also, same goes for the Bongunsa Temple, which is Bongunsa. in the Gangnam area. And so it's situated in the middle <clears throat> of a low lying mountain in Gangnam yeah. and also across from the Coex Mall. And um, it's also closest from the Samsung Station on Line 2 and Exit 6. And of course, uh, the Cheonggyecheon. Right. Yeah, you can't take it out. <laughs> no, you can't. So personally, um, it, my favorite will be uh, the Cheonggyecheon exhibition. Yeah. And Cheonggyecheon is actually a modern stream that runs through downtown Seoul. Yeah. And it was a restoration of a stream that was from Joseon Dynasty. So really? So it's a pretty long stream. Wow. Yeah. Stream with a long history. I like that it has a very rich history. Yeah, it does. And um, I've actually attended the previous Cheonggyecheon Lantern Festival that was held during um, winter, so last winter, I yeah. think. And if you go there, you'll see lanterns that are, you know, the sizes are as big as you, Sam, actually. I, I, I tell you, you know, I think um, one time I went to Cheonggyecheon and a friend of, uh, friend of myself, we made a lantern and we let it float on the stream. Oh. Yeah, you, may, you make a wish and you let it float. That was wow, so cool, yeah. That would have been. Yeah. But unfortunately, my wishes haven't been answered yet. So I'm still waiting. <laughs> one day, one <laughs> yeah, day. Yeah, one day. But um, there are also um, craft shops on, held under the bridges. There yeah. are um, multiple bridges along the stream. It's basically like a whole package. It's not just an exhibition. It's a whole experience in itself. Exactly. And Tonga Chun or Tonga Stream itself is already, as you know, yeah. uh, quite a romantic dating spot. Oh. But the addition of the colorful lanterns floating makes it even more romantic. This, for all couples who are in Seoul traveling, this, trust me, this is the place you want to go on a date. It is. It's that beautiful and romantic. So couples who want to check out the place, Tonga uh, Stream is closest from Gwangamun Station on Line 5. And exit five. And of course, you know, I've been to these uh, lantern festivals and it wouldn't be a lantern festival without a parade. So are we getting parades this time around too? Yeah, there are. Um, so as you said, parades and festivals are inseparable. Yeah. And there will also be parades for the Seoul Lotus Lantern Festival. Mm-hmm. And it will be called as the Lantern Parade. Oh. And it will take a place along the street of Chungno where you will be seeing countless handheld lanterns, those are smaller one, and the grand ornate lantern marching down the wide eighth-lane road of Tungno. I, I really want to see this view from a drone. <laughs> Just check out everybody with the lantern. Now, when is this due? 
Well, the parade is due on April 29th, which is this Saturday from 7 to 9.30 p.m. And since the parade will start from the Dongdaemun station on line 1 or 4, and it's uh, held until the Jonggak station on line Mm 1 along the Jongno street. So the easiest to access the parade will be from the either side of the subway stations. Okay. And also the traffic control around the Jongno area is most likely to happen you know, so okay. um, I are they really going to block the street for? Probably, okay, I think. Okay, that's good. So I strongly recommend taking the public transportation, and also following the parade, um, there would be post parade celebrations oh. that are scheduled. Is that party? <laughs> it will be a pretty kind of party that will take from 9.30 to 11 p.m. Mm-hmm. at Jungak's intersection, um, which would be the place where the parade ends, and both Participant and spectators are entitled to join the celebration, and there will be cultural performances and shows um, will be held. And you know, audiences can just like jump in, get into the act, yeah. and <clears throat> dance hand in hand in front of the sh- um, the stages. That'll be so fun. Now, I reckon you know, making these lanterns, of course, yeah, there has to be some sort of class for you to take to be able to make them. Are there any traditional cultural experiences for people that want to participate? There are, of course. Um, so, if you attend the traditional cultural event, which is held on April. April 30th, mm-hmm. um, the Sunday, um, taking place uh, right in front of the Jongdaesa Temple in Insadong. Yeah. You'll see about a hundred activity booths lined up, you wow. know, including booths to make lotus lanterns and also booths to try out Korean temple foods and also play traditional folk um, musical instruments. No, you know what? I have been a participant of this event and it you blew have. me away. Yeah, when I came about eight years ago. Wow. I loved it. I think it was an experience of a lifetime. So everybody should check out this thing. Now, for people who are not in Seoul, they're probably like, oh, it's happening in Seoul and we're now we can't do it. <laughs> is there anything out of Seoul that people who want to participate can also do? Well, there is an actually another Lantern Festival that is available on this Saturday, April 29th, yeah. outside of Seoul. Um, is it in Jeju? No, it's not actually. It's um, held in the Korea's second most populated city. I, kn- I know this one. Do you know? My favorite. Kaga Kaga, it's Pusan. <gasps> yes, you're almost almost Korean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so uh, this other Lotus Anton Festival will mm-hmm. be held in Pusan, as you said, second most crowded city of Korea. Yeah. And also a city home to a beautiful bay, Heonde. Oh. <laughs> and also my hometown. It's your hometown? Yeah. Wow. I was born there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And um, if you go on this Saturday to yeah. this Lotus Lantern Parade... What are some um, of the things we can expect? Because well, I know it has the beautiful uh-huh. beach. Are they going to do any things on the beach? That would be so cool. I don't think so, unfortunately. But there will be a Lotus Lantern Parade taking place on this Saturday yeah. on the Busan Citizens Park, Busan Shimin Gongwon, Okay. which will continue... Um, starting from the park, we'll continue to the Samyan area, yeah. which is the main district in Busan, and back to the citizen park with um according to the uh people who are holding the event about mm-hmm. three to five thousand participants will be yeah. parading with the lanterns all right now at the, at the pusan lantern is there any specific like with the lanterns do they do something unique with the lanterns or well um there will be another cultural exhibition held on the 
Gwangbokdo. Yeah. And in, if you go there, which uh, Gwangbokdo is a famous pedestrian shopping street in Busan, mm-hmm. and you'll be see a huge sculpture-sized lanterns yeah. that depict all 12 animal zodiacs. Ah, you know, in Korea they say Malti Keti. Uh-huh, yeah. that's right. I, I'm a, I'm a, I think I'm a, wait, I'm a horse. Oh, you are? Yeah. Well, Malti. <laughs> I'm a monkey then. Monkey. Uh-huh. Uh, Wongsungiti? That's right. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> So if you want to get to Busan from Seoul, mm-hmm. the most convenient would be by train. Take a train from Seoul's train station and yeah. it takes less than two hours and a half. All right. Now, is there a place people can check out all this information? Well, if you want more information on this event, just go to the site, mm-hmm. www.bba48.or.kr. All right. That's it for today's Out and About. We'll be right back with people in Seoul. Thank you, Christine.